<laughs> you give me that look. And like, what are you going to say about it? It's like you're throwing down the gauntlet, right? <laughs> what about, Josh, not everything is a freaking fight. <laughs> like, relax. When Take, you walk in that door. <laughs> you, you like get fired this up, is, man. This is like... Mad Max, Beyond Two men enter, one man leaves. One man leaves. I've got to be that man. <laughs> I can tell. What do you think about that, Bob? <laughs> what? What? You're breathing air. What's up with that? Welcome to the intro. I'm Josh Anderson. Hey, and I'm Bob Galen. <laughs> yeah, so in case you didn't notice, we're doing something slightly new. What we've realized is a lot of the important information we wrap at the end of the podcast, and we're afraid it gets lost. And we rush. And we rush, yeah. We, it's like we, we're trying to hurry out the door. We, we hurry out the door, yeah. which is really bad. So yeah. so this is, and it's important information sometimes, and, yeah. I, and I think even we skip things that we don't want to. So this is the announcement section yeah. or the, the this news. Is our, this is our community cork board stealing from Nerdist, who does a great set of shows if you don't listen, listen to their stuff. Okay. But things that are going on, things that we're doing, things that are happening in the Metacast world, um, maybe we're going to go speak somewhere. Like we're going to be at NC DevCon. So the dude is going to have a heavy presence at NC DevCon um, very soon. So if you're out there. Come to that. Come you and I. It. You, I was going to remind you, oh, no. we're going to uh, Southern Fried Agile. That's right. At the end of October, like October 28th, I think it is, 27th, 28th. But we can put a link on the Metacast. Yeah. Uh, but but everyone, listen up. Hear what I'm saying. <laughs> Josh Anderson and Bob Galen are going to be in person doing a pair presentation. And the topic is, watch out. Do you, now this is a test, Metacasters. Do you remember what the topic is? This is football and agile. Oh, nicely done. Yeah. Nicely done. It is like peanut butter and jelly. I think the title is football and agile, like peanut butter and jelly yep. or something like yep. that. And I've got new content in my brain. that I'm actually thinking about a slew of blog posts about it. So we got we to gotta sync up on yep. the content and stuff. Right. So come Southern Fried Agile. The other cool thing, I mean, way below hearing Josh and I. But they do provide fried chicken and a, real, a relatively <laughs> decent lunch <laughs> as well. So it's a it's a good meal. It's a good time. Uh, it's a really good co- local conference. So if you're in the South Carolina area, uh, North Carolina area, you know, if you're in throwing this spitting distance of Charlotte, North Carolina, come. Yep, absolutely. So the other thing that we always rush at the end is um, helping us help others. So. In this Metacast that's coming up, we're going to talk about giving back to the community. What we're doing here is asking for your help. And ways that you can help us are rating us. So on iTunes, anything and everything that you do that gives feedback, that helps us show up sooner in searches. And that helps us reach the people we're trying to reach to help with the problems that we're having. So share. If you like an episode, share it wherever you're comfortable. That'd so be they wonderful. can share it, like it. Share it, like it. Tweet it. Tweet it. Put it on Reddit. Put it wherever. Hacker News. I don't care. Put it on the thing that you like that you think is most appropriate. That helps us achieve our goal of making a difference. So we're putting a burden on your back, and I want you, and it's a positive burden, Metacasters. So we've been doing this for six years, 
and we invest a lot, and we don't ask a lot in return, but now we're asking in return. Uh, if you find value in this, and we're getting a continuous flow of people really are getting value out of Metacast, but what we have is a limited audience, so we need your help. Right. And that's what Josh is saying. So when you listen to the Metacast, don't just shut it off and then start driving or start writing code. Get the, take, take the time to tweet. Out. If you Again, it's not artificial. It needs to be heartfelt. But, but get the word out there. We, we want our goal this year and next year is to have global thermonuclear metacast domination. Whopper. Yeah. We want to dominate because we have 100 recorded versions, and we rarely, rarely get someone who's dinging us and saying, that was was just swill, that was terrible. Right. Uh, What we're finding is the reverse of that. It's really helpful information. The problem is not a lot of folks are aware of the metacast. So become our partner. Yeah, so I'm working on SEO stuff to try and find ways for for us to show up but just in the podcasting realm it really is dependent on the reviews that are left and the better those are the more those are the higher that shows in the ranks the more people we can reach so the other part is we're launching a patreon campaign it's kind of like kickstarter for people producing things so is that like a you know harley davidson thing it is like a kickstarter don't they have electronics i'm 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 used to ride a motorcycle what the hell is a Patre- Patreon? That sounds like a... Patreon is a... Is that like a kind of, uh, uh, what, tequila? <laughs> That's Patron. Patron. <laughs> so please explain. Yeah. So what So what we have is we have a campaign trying to raise $500. What we're going to do with that $500 is we're going <laughs> to... drink some Patron. We're going to drink some Patron. We probably should do that. <laughs> um, actually, we definitely will do that. But really the goal is... For us to do our first video version of the oh, podcast. Oh, is that he's Metacaster? Is he he sprung that on me <laughs> right here? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. So I think it would give us what we would need to get something in place to do that. To do that. We've talked about. We've joked about doing it. Like, oh, we really don't want to. Do oh, I have some it. special things that yeah. I could even wear, if you recall. <laughs> yes. For that. Yes. Oh. I'm, now I'm excited. Yeah, so that so um, just looking for help. Um, we think there's value in it, but it's really going to be whether you guys think there's there's value in it. And if there is, it's a donation type thing. Well, we um, can do things like that. We can improve the equipment. We right. could also do more. We've talked about more uh, joint things. Getting on more different channels. So not yeah. so not everybody likes to be on every service. So maybe you're a sound SoundCloud user. That costs us extra money. We're already on two services now and everything to del- to deliver the podcast. And I like to be on more, but it just costs money. But so. that's a part of the partnership we yeah. were talking about. So there's a review part of the partnership, and there's sort of a give us some fund like funding to help yeah. us help others. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like I like the way that's that's working. So Metacasters become a partner in the Metacast. Uh, the a third part of that is give us topics. Uh, give us give us sort of directional feedback. Yeah, if you've listened to us at all, you know we're we're flexible. We're we're so we analyze ourselves. We listen to what readers are doing. We're adjusting. Uh, I think we're you know at the risk of of sounding grandiose. I think we're truly agile in our hearts. Yes, and that's what we try to that's what we try to do. Cool. All right. Well. I so this is done a, it. so this is a shift. This is our first intro. Well, so everyone, look forward. Uh, Josh and I just finished wrapped up the uh, Metacast. I think it was a good one. It's talking about giving back. So uh, pay attention, and uh, you know we'll see you later. On to the episode. On to the episode.
Welcome to the Metacast. I'm Josh Anderson. And I'm Bob Galen. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. In all your glory. Yes. Hello, all Metacasters. It. It's a beautiful day. It is. It's crazy nice out. It's crazy nice. It's a beautiful day in downtown Cary, North Carolina. <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't either. I don't know what that was. We'll just that was a, drive past that. Yeah, <laughs> please. Just pretend drive, it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a that was a speed bump on the on the Metacast yeah. highway. Yeah. So, so Josh. Yeah. Uh what are we talking about today? We're gonna talk about giving back today and how some of the things that we do, Bob and Josh and the Metacast, want to share those ideas and hopefully that will start to spread out and help the agile community grow in ways it hasn't grown yet cool sound fair yeah and you get i think we have a different mix yeah uh why don't we just start throwing out some examples or something do you want to go first sure because i know you've done things at have you done things at colleges or something you or universities not a lot but i know you've haven't you done talks at universities yeah invited things i've done a couple things at high schools and colleges just kind of giving general talks about the industry in general and what computer science is, what it isn't trying to just encourage people to be engaged in that, everything that comes along with it, trying to give them some, some clarity about, okay, if I go into computer science, what am I actually getting myself into? What does that look like? Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so basics there, but, but also, um, we've had teachers out from multiple schools within the area who are trying to figure out what innovation looks like and what teamwork looks like. And they've caught wind of what we do through some of the organizations that I work with. And we've had them come in and watch a sprint planning event or a PSI event. And we talk about the whole process and how we do it and the value that we get out of it. And then they take bits and pieces out of that and apply that to how they're going to teach kids or how they're going to work together as a group of teachers trying to help kids learn. Gosh, you just inspired me. Maybe you have some context offline in the Metacast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, because I was thinking of uh, agile outside of technology, right? And and I love to give back. I I mean, some not infinite time, but I'd love to get into a classroom and do like some pro bono coaching, uh, whatever that looked like to help uh, someone do agile if they were interested in it, right? And just try it at a classroom setting, uh, sport. It could be like a you know an extracurricular group. Or it could be a computer club or something like that. I think that would be really I think that yeah, would be cool. It's been interesting to just watch as we talk through what Agile is and how we use it and how we put it into practice and starting to see light bulbs go off. Because at first they're just like, okay, this is computer stuff that doesn't apply to me. But then we take the computer stuff out of it. And we just talk about how, as a group of people, how we organize to work together. And then they they <clears throat> hit this moment where their their eyes open wider and they sit up and listen a little bit more as they see how it can apply to what they're doing. And yeah. that's always been really exciting. And then continued discussions with folks as they really start to dig into it and ask questions and go on down the line. That's been a pretty cool experience. Like I'm even sitting here thinking that it's not just for, so there's a student end to it. Right. There could be a teacher end. Like how do we how do we do initiatives? Right. And plan initiatives and execute like strategies and things. There could even be like a leadership aspect to schools where, you know, like a superintendent or something like that is trying to change something. Right. Oh, that would be that would be really interesting. Yeah. The the uh, last group we had in was Cary High School. Here, their principal is trying to drive towards a new approach to teaching and learning and understanding how learning happens in innovative 
companies and how they evolve and ideas and how ideas are formed and everything that and how it goes from idea to concept to product. Yep. Because that's really what they're trying yep. to do is move from the lecturing, just this is how you do it, to a more project-based learning and everything that goes along with that. And so they, they came in and spent like an hour and a half, maybe two hours with us. And I went into it. I asked the folks that were coming, should I be prepared to talk for like an hour and answer answer questions for maybe a little bit? And they said, yeah, they might ask a couple of questions. We got like five minutes in and it went questions for like an hour and a half. And wow. they were really good questions. Yeah, because they were engaged, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have a good reputation, but there's this mapping. I mean, you can't map it to them. They have to map it to themselves, right? right? That's that's interesting. So that's a that's a really cool give back. I've always thought in the back of my head, one is like religious nonprofits, like churches and things who are trying to do leadership and non-denominational. I'm not trying to make a denominational mm-hmm. point, but if they if they wanted to apply agile, I could see an implication there. And then I think in school systems and things like that, I could absolutely see it there. Right. Uh, and I'd love to be involved in things like that. So that's that's one area. Uh, what do I do? As an exa- Examples for me, and we're not going to talk about the Metacast. Let's just leave the Metacast is sort of out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I write a lot. And I what I find, I, I don't... I don't even have the technology awareness to measure hits or something. I probably should. Uh, you you do that for the Medicast. Right. I don't do that so much. But uh, I do hear, I probably get 10 times more feedback on my writing, um, and I tweet it and I put it on LinkedIn than I do for the Medicast, or mm-hmm. even more than that. But I do a lot of writing, and the, the genesis of my writing is trying to share lessons with people. Uh, it's the, it's the same reason behind the Metacast, but it's sort of in a format that's that's different, right? right. That's that's written. It's more approachable, and I try to get that out there. Um, that's even the I'm rewriting my PO book or I'm updating my PO book, and it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So writing for me isn't easy, uh, and my writing isn't that great. So after all these years, I'm still not the best. I'm probably. On a scale of one to ten, I'm probably still at a five or mm-hmm. something as as a writer, uh, but I used to be a one or a one point five or something. So I've gotten better over the years. So it's pain. It's not. It's not easy. So it would be really easy for me to avoid it and to talk myself in and and um, and. But I don't. I I do it. I I'm literally like I have the community in mind. I know this may sound. This probably sounds right. schmaltzy to you or or silly. But I'm really, I mean, I'm doing it for myself a little bit. I get something out of it. I'm learning. I'm growing. Mm -hmm. But really the driver for me is to give it back to the community. And then I get feedback from that, that it helps people. Uh, Not all the time, but enough to keep me motivated that the writing is actually mattering to someone. So I I think of that as as giving back uh, to to folks. Uh, The other thing that's happened is people ask me how to write. Uh, I get a lot of folks... Like books, blog posts, or just or anything, folks. I mean, um, so Ralph Kasuba mm-hmm. was a leader I work with, a channel advisor at iContact, et cetera. And one of the things Ralph has... Ralph is... His, he's self-aware, and he's like, you know, I, I don't have... I don't write very much. I don't write professionally. I don't write about my experience. And I try to motivate people to be writers, uh, and I think it's it's hard for them. So I've, you know, I've offered to be an editor for people. I've cross posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but every once in a while, I mean, if you wrote something, I would, if you were interested, I would cross post it on my blog. 
uh, I'd edit it for you. I'd give mm-hmm. you ideas or whatever. Uh, but I, I even I even bought Ralph uh, some um, journals uh, so that he could start. I think people have trouble starting to write. Yeah, there's a, there's an entry hurdle that that a lot of people have. You may resonate with that, and I and I try to coach people through that if I can, or help them through that because I think it's just something that you get better at. It's like user story writing. Right. Yeah, it's like anything. You just got to do it. You got to do it. You yeah. got to just die and not be caught up in the quality, not be caught up in perfectionism or anything like that and just do it. So I do a lot of one-on-one coaching with people because they come to me and they're like, oh, you're this writer guy. Right. And they think that I'm really... You have books. And I have that books. That you can buy on Amazon. And I am a writer. I'm not yeah. devaluing it. But but it's it's just hard work that's gotten me yeah. there. It's not yeah. some magical skill or anything like well, that. Well, and if you re- so that's something that I've worked on for a long time. And there were a couple things that I got pointed in my direction that really helped me. There's a book by Stephen King. I think it's called On Writing. That is just it's half story about him and half story about how he writes. And it talks about just writing. Don't edit. Just write. There's also the NaNoWriMo, the national. You know, writing month or something where you try and write a novel in one oh, month. That, oh, I've heard. I've not right. participated in and, that. And, I've heard of that. Right, and that's just about a brain dump of just start yeah. writing, don't edit, and because you're trying to write a novel in one month, so that forces you to not have that. Okay, I got to sit here and think. You just have to get started. So participating in that in the past has helped me get over that hurdle of just staring at a blank page or a blank yeah. screen and just not having anything typed up. The, the technology nowadays is so cool, though, like blogging. I mean, you don't have to write a lot. Like if you committed to a, a short blog, let's say 300 to 500 words, uh, that's, that's, that's less than a page of Word document, right. I think. Well, that's a pretty good blog post. Right. And, and you're pretty terse. You're a mm-hmm. terse kind of guy. I'm yeah. a wordy kind of guy. Yeah. Never you're, noticed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but you're terse. So, I mean, if you committed to once a week, it used to be that how could you publish – 300 words you had to publish 50,000 right. or 100,000 and that, and that was sort of a barrier to entry mm-hmm. but nowadays i mean you can not, not just publish it in a blog but you can get feedback right right you're doing something people are reading it and things so i think the technology now but even then people are intimidated by it mm-hmm. like i was talking to ralph i'm like put up a blog right uh, commit to 300 words a week on any topic whatsoever, right. and start getting into get the muscle memory and start getting mm-hmm. going. I don't think I don't think he's done it yet, but um, but that's 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 sort of the approach. Right. So, so that's one thing that I at least I don't know if the Metacasters will look at that as giving back, uh, but I try to. But that's something that I look at. That's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. What else do you do? So the other thing that I've been really proud of and impressed with of late is we've gotten a bit of notoriety in this part of the world for our approach to agile based on talks I've given. And we've had little tech conferences and things like that, but we have this steady stream of other companies that have reached out and asked, Hey, can we come in and watch a PSI event? Can we watch a sprint planning event? Those types of things that a few years back, I probably would have said no. Right. But just our culture of being open and giving back to the community and everything that wouldn't along with that. It's like, yeah, come in. Cause we're just trying to help others get better. Yeah. And we've got really good feedback from that. And it ends up being a two way street, right? Cause we know we don't know everything. So like right now we have a pretty large bank that came in this morning. They sent four people to watch our sprint planning. And then after that, we sat down and had a chat and just talked about the way they do things, the way we do things. And, 
the dynamic that goes into that and helps give both sides something to try next has been pretty exciting. So that's something that Richard and I are actually trying to formalize a little bit of trying to have a group of companies that that can help others grow and we can help each other grow. So that's something I've been pretty happy, surprisingly happy with of how that's turned out. Cause at first like, Oh man, these people are just coming in and just trying to steal our stuff. Right? Yeah, I think that was my initial yeah, reaction. Like, yeah. no, we can't give them the yeah. secret sauce, but um, it was less about that. And well, let's just share and then let's see what happens. And it's that open source community type vibe where we're all in it together and we're trying to make things better. But you're also leading that. Yeah. Well, I did that at Eye Contact, so we did a similar thing at Eye Contact. Not exactly what you've done, but we had. Um, so we would have Agile. We hosted Agile RTP, which was a local group, right? And we did that for a year, and there was a burden to that of we had to open our offices, we had to uh, stay late mm-hmm. for the meetings and stuff. But it was the upside was wonderful. So I would encourage another way of giving back is hosting local groups, right? Uh, and and stretching to do that and getting members of your team to because do it's that. not easy. It's kind of a pain in the ass. It, it's a little bit of a pain yeah. in the ass, but it has this tremendous upside. Yeah, definitely. But you gotta you gotta commit to right, it. Right. It gets back to your writing. You have to put the work in. You got to put the work in, and we did that. And then we had a recruiting event that was triggered off of that. We opened the doors, and it was a it was an open space recruiting event. Like it wasn't really recruiting. It was it was low key recruiting high key get to know us here's what we're doing right and each of the teams we had these pods and each of the teams put up like a storefront right and and people would go around from storefront to storefront because the teams were doing different things different technologies Mm -hmm. and the teams were proud of what they were doing and they had and they even decorated their little team areas so it was pretty cool that way so we did that uh and then people i think approach me like they're approaching you and they wanted to know the secret. Not they're not trying to steal it. But they're like, right. we've heard good things about you. Can we come in? And I think I think a leader's initial reaction is to say no, uh, but to be what open minded enough, self aware enough, mm-hmm. uh, confident enough to say, oh, come on in. And we would do that. I invited people to do uh, like backlog refinement sessions. Yeah. And things like that. And I think I think that combination of stuff is a really become a leader in the community. Mm-hmm. Now, I would, your team is doing that, but I, I'm taking my hat off to you. I think you're setting the tone for mm-hmm. that. Like you could shut that as a leader, you could shut that down or you can you can make those opportunities available right. and foster that attitude of openness. And you're doing that. Yeah. The one thing that kind of pushed me over the edge of that is I was just kind of studying the startup world a couple of years back and read something that was kind of eye-opening of there are no new ideas. There, there, there are, but the amount that's out there, like the idea that you have to start a company, there's somebody else out there in the world that has that same idea. Right? But it's going to get down to your passion and excitement that's going to determine whether you win versus the other guy wins in launching it and being a successful company. I think the same thing holds true here that what we are doing isn't original. It is. We've taken and borrowed from other things, but that what they come in and see that's not what defines the success we have it's the people that we have and how and the culture that we've built and grown and shared and as we sit down and look and the agile donut right the agile donut borrows from safe and spotify and scrum right if folks hadn't shared with us we likely wouldn't be in the position that we are so we feel obligated to give back just like they did I think one of the barriers, though, sometimes I'd like to get your feedback, 
I learned this a long time ago when I started, when I first started public speaking in the late 90s. I was trying to create a brand. Yeah. And I was going to conferences. And as I sat there at my desk, and I was a director of QA, I was, I was a leader, and I was in the weeds. I was, yeah. I was in role like you're, you're in. And I was, I was racking my brain. I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about at a conference? No one's going to want to listen. I'm not doing anything novel. I'm not doing anything new. Uh, I'm not doing anything interesting. And I had this – I wasn't negative. I was just, like, looking around. I'm like, well, we're just doing work. We're right. building code. You're doing we're, what you're supposed to do. We're doing what we're supposed to do. And it didn't really strike me. So then I got over that hurdle mm-hmm. uh, because I really wanted to do public speaking. I really wanted to get better at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to go get free education. So if you get accepted, you normally get a free ride to the conference, right? right? So that was a way for me to start learning as, or to continue learning as well. So I threw something together that I didn't, you know, I'm like, oh, this isn't that interesting, but let me talk about it. Uh, and people came to it like flies, right? It was like, oh, wow, this is this is cool. Thank you for sharing it. This isn't some academic treatise. Mm-hmm. This is real world, someone sharing what works in the real world. And now fast forward to today, I think, I think so you were sort of, I, I think we need to r- realize that what we're doing is interesting as well. Mm-hmm. You're doing interesting things here at the Duke. From the inside out, they're not that interesting. Right. You're just, well, I'm doing the dude things. I'm doing the Josh thing. Right. From the outside in, you guys are doing, so So you guys are doing phenomenal things relative to what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you have to share that. I think you have to get over that hurdle and just be willing to share that stuff and not not sort of look at it as valueless. Mm-hmm. And I'm not building up an ego. You know, it's not an ego thing, but it's a it's an openness thing. Right. It's a share thing. What else? So... Richard started the Scrum Master Focus Group. Ah, I was thinking this. when we first started, I was thinking yeah, of this so stuff Richard was kind doing. Kind of the same thing that we're doing at the macro level with having other companies in, but as a new Scrum Master, he just felt like there was a, a void in the area of other of a meetup that was just Scrum Masters because he would go to other meetups that were Agile-focused. There were a lot of recruiters in there or there were like project managers or there were other people thinking about being a Scrum Master. But what he wanted was he was he wanted a a group of people doing the same thing he was doing yep. and it just became a forum and they had no real format. It was like, okay, we're going to talk about the problems we're having just like any other meeting where you're just trying to bond and help figure out problems for, for each other. So that focus group is something that I know that you gave me an idea many years back to do that. And Richard and I were talking through, it's like, well, let's just try this. And he's done it and it's become pretty darn successful. So there's models that, that we have in place that if you're in a city that doesn't have these types of things, start it, start, start, start a focus group of your discipline. If it's scrum masters, developers, product I, owners, whatever, but it's do the, it. but it's the do it. It's the initiative, like the writing. You have to get off your ass and you have to do it. I remember when Richard, so he bounced the idea off you. He bounced the idea off me. He, you know, he was going to tie it into the ALN group, which I'm, I, I sort of lead. Right. Uh, he did some research. Uh, there was a similar group in Denver, if I remember correctly. So he got off his butt, and he didn't just raise his hand, but he did a little research. The Denver group was kicking butt in Denver. Right. He, he watched it, so it wasn't just a little research. He's like, oh, there was a need there, and it grew. And how did they form? Uh, and then and then he did something novel, Metacasters. He grabbed it, and he did it. And now that group is growing. That's mm-hmm. one of our most active subgroups. And there was a need there. I, I think... I think part of giving back is, I don't, energy or 
uh, initiative right. or just being commitment to the community uh, and not and not dealing with any excuses. I'm sure Richard came up, you know, he has a family. It's after work. But fit, fit it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing he's done that's cool is he's gotten partners. Yeah. So he's not in it by himself. He right. has he's solicited other people who help him. Um, and he's and he's grown as so, so part of these giving back things. It's not just you said it earlier. It's not a one way thing. Right. It's two way, and and it's, and all of them are inevitably two way. So he did a great job with that. Uh, I do some pro bono stuff. I wish I could do more. Uh, so what did I do? Transloc is a local company, mm-hmm. and the leader there they're do, they're in their agile journey, and I like doing this if I can if I can support it. People come to me. And I either do it totally for free or I give them a real big discount or something or I finagle something. But they wanted – gosh, I forget the guy's name. But he came and he was looking for a speaker to come in. They have a quarterly event and they wanted someone to jazz up there. You know, they're doing Agile and they wanted someone to come in and ask me if I'd be interested. And I'm like, yeah, I'd be interested in that. And then we started negotiating price and I'm like – you know, I, is I, I was wondering, if should I give it away for free? And, and what I ended up doing is saying, if you make a donation to my to Pet Pals, uh, I'll, I'll do it. Right. So, so essentially, it was from, from my point of view, it was I wasn't getting any funding. Uh, and I entertained that, and I was excited to do it. And I looked at that as a gig. I, I don't think I acted any different than if it would have been a paid gig where I was getting thousands of dollars per, for the day. Mm-hmm. It was the same Bob Gamlin show for, right. for at whatever level of quality. <laughs> it was the it was the same Bob Gamlin show, and, I, and it was a pleasure to meet those guys. And I think they got something out of it as well. Um, I've done Kanban for free because I don't get enough Kanban gigs, mm-hmm. and I've get I've 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 done days of Kanban training uh, just to um, to get organizations. Now, one of the key things there is, and I struggle with this. Is are they serious about agile? Right. So I don't want to waste. I don't want to come in and spend two days of Kanban time. Right. If you're just jerking my chain right. and you're not really, you're you're just playing an agile game and you're really not committed. You're still going to beat up your teams to hit dates and things. So sometimes they go in and do it, and I I regret it. Yeah. And I'm like, I just wasted my time. They weren't serious, but other times it works out really well. So. There's this sort of there. There's that. I think I've even sent you emails about similar opportunities. Sometimes, yeah, like I've spoken at Red Hat, and there's another one coming up in November somewhere that I'm speaking at, where it's that same kind of thing of they're of they're trying to just get other ideas. And we've actually had a couple folks in that have come in and we're working on setting up a quarterly thing where we just have other people again that sharing within the community. If, of having if, someone come in and say, "Hey, we do agile. We do it slightly different." If, and I'm going to share it with you. If we had, if I was in your role, if I had a real job, uh, like a leadership job, I'd I'd be looking for uh, quid pro, pro quo right. as well. I mean, it would be in, in a healthy way. It's like, yes, I'll come out if you come here. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that kind of not getting stuck. I remember there was a there was a local coach once that I contact, and he was trying to get experience in running an assessment, and and I'm a pretty darn good coach and I'm a pretty good darn good leader and I'd been there maybe for two years or something and what he was offering he's like I'll come in for a couple of days and do an assessment of your of your crew like an independent assessment right. uh, and it was a freebie and he was like what's in it for me is he said I'm trying to get better with assessments and I have a new framework or a new tool a new spreadsheet uh, so so I'm going to experiment with you and I'll give you a report right etc so but I'm going to learn right I'm experimenting and I'm learning 
So what's in it for you is you get data. You get an independent set of eyes. And I jumped at that. Right. And folks were looking at me. My my, my fo- staff was looking, like, what the hell, Bob? Why aren't you doing this? Right. And, and I'm like, I want another set of eyes. Mm-hmm. Another set of eyes is really, really cool. And so that's that sort of win-win, these win-win things in the community. Uh, and he learned. Uh, I learned. Uh, there were some things that I that he said uh, that I disagreed with, but then over time I was like, ah, you know, maybe there was a grain of truth, and there were some learnings there. Yeah, it it feels like a cliche when I say it, and I can be capping cliche at times with the sports background I have, but but it really is, and I've seen it firsthand. I, I'm guessing you have the same, is that you actually get back more than you give. Yeah, it can be a pain in the butt to set up and have the building unlocked and manage all that stuff and make sure everything's in place. And then everybody leaves and goes home and you still have an hour to clean up, to get everything back to ready to have your team come in and do the stuff tomorrow. But the value that I've gotten from all of the events that we've hosted or, um, visitors that have come in to sit and watch our teams and be a part of that has been tremendous that we're only doing it more. So we're seeing the value in it and we're not slowing down with it. Right. I, I was thinking of something else. This is actually going to sound schmaltzy, but part of the reason. So in Raleigh Durham, so before Agile, I'm 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 probably in the top ten of people in this area who relentlessly push Agile mm-hmm. from a community perspective. I think, and I've been doing it for years. And so people are like Agile. You want to know Agile? Bob is in this area. It even predates it. There was something called uh, what the Spin Group, the Software Process Improvement Network Group, wow, that uh, which was out in the late '90s and stuff, which was not agile right. at all. And I, I was on that group, and we did monthly meetings and stuff. So I've been doing this. I've been a, a whatever a champion of local groups and giving back for right. years and years and years. I look at it as a legacy is the point I'm trying to make. I think, I, so yes, you get, you have to get off your butt, and yes, you get, you always get more than you you give, I think. I think that's true. I also think we need to get to a meta level and to say, what are we leaving behind? You're a, le- you're a leader. Mm-hmm. You're, what, what are we trying to, what's our legacy? When, when you're dust, right. or when you retire, or when I retire, I don't know if it's the code we left behind. It's the people we've met. It's the relationships we've had. It's the people that you've helped, and you've given them an idea. In that you've given them a free idea and said, "Here, this may work for you." An agile idea nowadays. Yeah, one of the things that makes me happiest is we actually had a had a developer here that left because he got a development manager job at, at another company. We just didn't have that role yet. We weren't big enough yet. And I was like, oh, man, well, good for you. Really yep. going to miss you. Yep. Good for you. And um, checked back in with him. We saw him at lunch a couple months ago, and he's do, he's replicating what we're doing here with his own spin, right? It's not a copy yep. and paste job. Exactly. It's, hey, here's what I liked at the dude. Here's what I didn't like. Here's the things I'm bringing to the table, and it's helping us. And sitting down and talking with him and hearing the challenge that he's had and be able to give him a little nudge and help him. But just the success that he's having from the things that he's Doesn't that make you, does it? it, it, And I've, I've had that similarly. I mean, I have that, I've worked that with you to some degree. Um, That's our legacy. I think that freaking matters. Mm -hmm. And there's some people who don't leave, they don't think in those terms and they don't worry in those terms and they don't get, they're not responsible for a legacy. But I think all of us, 
can step into, you have this question of what do you leave behind? And I just choose, and I, and I would encourage metacasters, the community is out there. We have a response. We have, I think we have a responsibility, and it doesn't have to be huge things to give back based on our role. Right. And, and the legacy matters. Uh, I, I just think it, and find a way. Richard has found a way, and I'm incredibly proud of what he's done. Yeah. And then he's, he's helping others find a way. And that's, when you say community, it's that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, to me, that's the big message that I'm, that this is about. It's, it's not about Bob and I telling you the things that we've done that we're proud of. What, what our goal with this is, is to give some examples that spark an idea for you and your community, wherever it is across the world, to go and start something. Absolutely. That, that that's, it's others. not about, yeah. yeah. Please, thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. This is not, we're not looking for kudos. That's not the point. Uh, that's not even a legacy. If you so, there's an anti-pattern. If you're looking for kudos, then ignore this Medicaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not the point. Right. But the point is legacy. The point is, I mean, an agile is this wonderful backdrop because it's principle based. It's not a methodology. It's part methodology, but it's part mindset. It's part principles, and those principles are they're concrete. They're rocks. You can depend on them, and if you can help other people sort of realize that stuff. That starts getting this really exciting base going. So, so it's yeah. Think in think in terms of that. We're trying to inspire people, uh, be, and it and it doesn't have to be big. So get right. over start so, small. So start small. Get over the just sp- like agile. The speed the speed yeah. bump. The, everyone's gonna get those excuses or speed bumps. Get over them. Uh, and if we can do it, I mean, if you saw us now, we are. <laughs> right? I mean, I'll, I'll pick on myself. I am not the most energetic person in the world right i'm i'm older just celebrated my 60th birthday i have two bad knees i i I have so many excuses i have so many speed bumps that i could pull up uh but i'm not i'm just doing little things and i'm doing what i can uh and i think it makes a difference i think i think what you've done and what's made you successful you talked about in the 90s is you found a passion and you started finding little ways to execute that passion and exercise it and all these little things are you exercising what you like to do and everyone out there that's listening likes to do something likes a part of their job likes a part of yep. agile that they're passionate about yep. find that and find a community maybe it's already there great some of those speed bumps are already tackled so now go help them go help them yep. reach more people go help yep. them build more content go absolutely help them share broader if not start something on your own find others and work together absolutely one more point we didn't talk about it is the personal. So I get a lot of folks who approach me and they're out of a job and they're looking for a job and they're looking for counseling and they, you know, I want to be a scrum master, Bob, what does that look like? Uh, don't discount those folks. So I probably spend, uh, and I want to encourage everyone to try to do this. I know it's, it's, I'm, I'm weird this way. I probably have two to three coffee meetings a week with people where I'm coaching people on their career path which is different, mm-hmm. right? And and that stuff pays back as well. That stuff pays back big time uh, because you're really, you're helping, part of your legacy is you're helping the community, but part of that community is every once in a while help someone, if you can, if you have the time, and don't discount it. So if they're looking to you for help where you can, Richard, I'll use Richard as an example. Mm-hmm. There were some out-of-work out of scrum masters. He leveraged the scrum master group and, and some of those out-of-work scrum masters, he came up with this idea 
to have them pair with existing scrum masters in in companies. I think they've done a couple of those. Mm-hmm. I think someone came we, here and yeah, did we that. Posted a couple. That is a beautiful example of now you're helping the community, but you're helping these people who need a hand. They're in transition. And that's, again, part of that legacy. So do what you can uh, to do that. There's all these opportunities. But hopefully hopefully we've lit some fires out there, Josh. Yep. So I think we let's stick a fork we in this thing. Spark. Yeah. Come on, Metacasters, step up to the plate. If we can do it, we should have we should send pictures out of the Metacast. If we can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. And, and your communities need it, and it doesn't have to be a big deal. And and you have something to offer. So get off your ass and give back to the community, and you'll get much more from it. Absolutely. Done. Cool. Done. So, how do so how do folks get ahead of hold we're of us? Tackle that. Yeah. So they've already heard that. Oh, they've heard that. That's yeah, right. That's oh. right. Yeah. Oh, thank you, yeah. Josh. Oh, we're yeah. changing. He caught me. I was stuck in an old paradigm of format. <laughs> but from beautiful downtown Cary, North Carolina. I'm Bob Galen. And I'm Josh Anderson. Shake. And bake. Take care, y'all.